0: On today's episode of Locked On Longhorns, recapping the orange and white game. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Longhorns, the show. Jonathan Davis, your host. Before we get into the Orange and White game recap, I have to start by talking about Longhorn Network. Y'all wrong for that Longhorn Network. We just wanted to watch the game. It's the first time we've seen this Texas team in months. We just wanted to watch the game. We're not going to be able to see them again in four months. We just wanted to watch the game. Y'all cutting out plays of the scrimmage to sell us cars and show us commercials? I know you got to get your coin, but come on, Longhorn Network. Y'all better than that. I know millions of people were watching. We just wanted to see the game. Y'all trying to sell us cars. Quinn Ewers out there making plays. Hudson Card out there making plays. They got the third team O-N versus the third team D, and we can't even watch it. Because y'all selling us cars and showing us commercials while our favorite team playing. Y'all better than that Longhorn Network. It was good to see the team out there in live action. Like I said, it's been months, and it will be months before we see this team again. Spring game, so not a lot to take away from it, but we're going to talk about what we saw today, starting with the quarterbacks, Hudson Card and Quinn Ewers. So you start with the dynamic plays. I I think those are the biggest things that jump off the screen. when you talk about the plays uh, that Quinn Ewers made, um, the biggest play of the orange and white game and all the different drills they did, of course, uh, was the play action pass that he had to Isaiah Nair. Uh, I think it was about 65 to 67 yards, somewhere in that range. Uh, but just a beautiful dime throw. Uh, looked effortless coming out of his hands. Uh, landed right in the bucket for Isaiah Nair, and he practically walked in uh, the end zone for the touchdown. Also in the red zone drills, which they lost to the defense. Um, eighteen to ten, I believe, uh, on the missed field goal, uh, he had the touchdown pass to Xavier Worthy, where uh, Deshaun Jameson kind of gave up the inside to Xavier Worthy, and he just kind of put the ball right on the money. It looked like he had to sidearm it a little bit, um, but he just made an incredible throw there that was right on the money to Xavier Worthy uh, for the touchdown. And you know, he had the interception uh, to Anthony Cook, and, and there were some plays where he was high uh, to the receivers. You know, he 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 missed some receivers, but. He had the interception to Anthony Cook where he just kind of uh, threw the ball over the middle, you know, sometimes having too much confidence in his arm and tried to make a play that wasn't there. Uh, but once again, the, the plays, the explosive plays that he made, uh, the touchdown to Xavier Worthy and the touchdown to Isaiah Nair are what really jumped off the screen. And he just looks more poised. There was a lot of times uh, where the offensive line would break down and the pass rush got into the pocket. And he was able to move around in the pocket, kind of navigate that um, and just be able to still keep his eyes down the field and make plays. Um, They kind of called a a, a couple times early on sacks where I thought that he would have been able to make a play in real game action. So he just looks poised back there in the pocket. Once again, it looks effortless coming out of his hands. And he has the ability to make those splash plays that we saw. The two biggest plays of the orange and white game uh, were made by Quinn Ewers, although there were some inconsistencies. Like I said, him missing uh, some receivers high, sometimes just being a little off with his timing and also the interception that he had to Anthony Cook, the one blemish by the quarterbacks on the day. I thought Hudson Card, um, he looked efficient, uh, and that's something that we heard throughout spring practices. I thought that he was able to consistently uh, move the move the ball down the field when he was on the field uh, with the offense. But it also looks like, one, um, the pressure in the pocket is, is still a, a concern. You know, a lot of the times when the defensive line was getting sacks, you would notice that Hudson Card – Uh, was the quarterback at that time and a lot of times it seems as though when there was pressure on him it really sped him up um there was times where he was kind of jumping into his throws the broadcast on Longhorn Network kept talking about how he would stand on his tippy toes uh to make throws but you would see um there was times where he would look really sped up um and you know kind of have to get the ball out too quick and it would just really mess up his decision making but also Um, You just saw the quickness and the efficient, uh, efficient, efficient nature that he was throwing the ball with, I should say. Um, And he was definitely taking what the defense would give him, whether it was the check downs um, to the running back or hitting the tight end over the middle. You saw Jordan Whittington, both quarterbacks really utilizing Jordan Whittington over the middle. And so I thought Hudson Carr showed some really good decision making um, and he was really efficient. But it also kind of looks like, um, you know, his decisions are kind of premeditated whereas he's kind of going into the the snap knowing where he wants to go with the ball. And if that doesn't work out, then at times uh, you can see him be a little fidgety um, if his first read isn't there. But if his first read is open or who he has deemed he's going to throw the ball to, um, then he's able to move this offense down the field. Also, uh, you saw his scrambling ability, his ability to make plays with his legs. I think that's something that shines above Quinn Ewers, and I think that stood out in the orange and white game as well. He's really fast uh, and and was able to, when things broke down and and at the right times, able to make plays with his legs. So I thought both quarterbacks played really well. I think that Quinn Ewers just has more of a natural feel for the position. And and he's still learning and he's still young. You know, like the broadcast said, he should be a a senior in high school right now. And so um, I would say Hudson Carr looked more efficient. I thought Hudson Carr probably had the better scrimmage. Um, in the orange and white game until Quinn Ewers made that throw at the end. And then so him having two touchdown passes to, to Hudson Cards, none, I would say it was even uh, more than anything. But I thought Quinn Ewers looked more natural. Um, once again, I thought that Hudson Cards still looked very fidgety at times when the pressure was on him. And he was really efficient. But it looked like uh, not only was Quinn Ewers more kind of natural and felt more smooth in the pocket. I felt like he was also able to go through his progressions better and kind of see the whole field where it looked like most of the time Hudson card, if his first read wasn't open right over the middle um, and he had to come off of that and, and, you know, figure out another way to, to move the ball down the field, whether that was taking off and running or going through his progressions, he seemed a little fidgety in that aspect, but it was really good to see uh, both quarterbacks. I thought that both quarterbacks uh, really did well, um, Jordan Whittington looked great uh, over the middle. Both quarterbacks utilized him well. It was good to see the chemistry that uh, Quinn Ewers had with Xavier Worthy. I thought that really shined out. Um, Them utilizing uh, the checkdowns, getting the running backs involved in the passing game out of the backfield, whether it was uh, Keenan Robinson or Jaden Blue, also Jaleel Billingsley and JT Sanders catching a lot of balls in the flats, and them just being able to work the receivers over the middle. I thought both quarterbacks did a really good job. Um, but once again, I just thought Quinn Ewers looked a little smoother, um, a little natural, a little more poised uh, in the pocket, and the plays that he made jumped off the screen. Uh, where I thought Hudson Card uh, looked really good um, at times, but once again, it just looks, you know, like it needs to be scripted for him more so than Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers looks like a natural quarterback, and, and Hudson Card at times uh, looks like. You know, as long as his first read is open, everything will be fine. But we know that, you know, in real game situations, it's not always going to be like that. So I would give the advantage to Quinn Ewers on the day, but it was refreshing to see that both quarterbacks looked really good. And both quarterbacks have had great springs thus far. If you're hungry, try Built Bar, especially the Puffs. If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So I thought the offense looked explosive um, at times when the quarterbacks were on and were able to get the ball um, in the in the receiver's hands. I thought that one thing we heard um, continuously uh, throughout spring practices was how the defense looked uh, in the run game. I thought that they still looked really good in the run game, although Roshan Johnson was the best player on the field throughout the orange and white game. Um, and throughout the entire orange and white game, he scored twice. And then he had that play um, where he just kind of broke through all of those tackles. It was poor tackling. Um, you hate to see that in the orange and white game, even though it's only the orange and white game, that type of stuff translates. Uh, so he kind of just broke through on a run that should have been five to 10 yards at the most, got 55 yards and scored. Um, but it just shows that, you know, in the orange and white game where the best player on the team didn't even participate in, in B. John Robinson and the running back behind him had two touchdowns. Uh, Keelan Robinson, he looked really good in his time. He probably got the bulk of the carries, even though Roshon uh, Johnson did more with the opportunities he had. Um, But Keelan Robinson probably had the most touches out of any running back. Him and Jaden Blue looked really good. Uh, Jonathan Brooks uh, definitely made some plays uh, with the opportunities he was given. He looked really um, explosive in his time in there. And then you talk about the receivers. Of course, Isaiah Nair had the big, uh, you know, touchdown where he kind of skated into the end zone on the beautiful throw by Quinn Ewers in the play action pass. And I thought the offensive line, they struggled at times, um, which was good to see. Even though there were plays where the pass rush wasn't able uh, to get to the quarterback, and the quarterback had a lot of times, I thought there were also times uh, where the quarterback, I mean, the pass rush really sped up uh, the offense, but the offensive line, uh, I would say for the most part, looked really good. Um, and so they held up well. And, and, and Quinn Ewers and Hudson Carr were able to make plays over the middle of the field. And then Quinn Ewers was able to make those plays downfield. Uh, so Xavier Worthy uh, looked really good. We know he made some plays. He had that touchdown in the red zone portion uh, from Quinn Ewers, where he was just able to get inside uh, to Deshaun Jameson, And then it was a foot race from there uh, once Deshaun Jameson was out of position. Jordan Whittington um, looked really good. He's been the talk. They said he's been the best receiver in the spring. I think that showed up in the orange and white game. Just him continuously uh, being able to catch those balls over the middle, and put pressure on defense. And then he has that run after catch ability. Um, you know, he's pretty much most of the time going to make that first defender miss. And then I really liked uh, what they did outside of that. I talked about how the quarterbacks were really utilizing their checkdowns and just taking what the defense gave them, not trying to do too much when they had the design um, deeper throws. You know, when they took their shots, they were able to do that. But they were also able on most plays to just be methodical, right, and take the tight ends in the flat, uh, whether it was J.T. Sanders or Jaleel Billingsley on short routes, getting the ball into their hands and then letting them uh, be playmakers with that run after the catch, but then also uh, the running backs in the checkdown game. And so um, I thought that the offense was really efficient. Of course, Sark was vanilla, and he didn't show us a lot. Um, but what we saw in the spring practices was a lot of bootlegs, uh, a lot of RPOs, and a lot of play action passes. And I think that we saw that in the scrimmage today. So the offense um, looked really explosive and of course they're going to add so much to it with the offensive line. you got a Jai Hall coming in. Uh, Troy O'Meary is going to get healthy. He's going to be able to participate. Um, You know, it's this offense looked explosive already. It's only going to continue to get better. And like I said, both quarterbacks were good, but there were also times where they missed as well Um, some miscommunications and, and different things of that nature. So, the offense looked good, but it could have looked a lot better. Um, And that's just a testament to the weapons uh, that they have. And it almost looked effortless at times. And it's going to be tough. You know, as we saw, it was, it was tough for our own defense uh, to stop, to, you know, stop this Texas offense. They're not even hitting on all cylinders yet. So imagine what it's going to be like, you know, once they get it together for the teams they're going against, but, Um, once again, really liked uh, what they were able to do on offense. I really liked what Sark mixed in as far as the deep throws. And and then also I like, you know, the quarterbacks being able to just take what the defense gives them. You know, you would never go broke taking a profit. So um, understanding, even though you got weapons that you can, you know, make big plays with like Isaiah Nair, uh, Xavier Worthy, Jordan Whittington, uh, whoever, you know, that deep threat is always going to be there. And and then you have those mismatches with uh, JT Sanders and uh, Jaleel Billingsley. Um, but just taking that check down, you know, taking the, the the tight ends, taking Jordan Whittington over the middle. I really think that Jordan Whittington leads the team in catches this year. I think that uh, Xavier Worthy probably will have the most yards, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Whittington leads the team in catches just because of the type of spring he's had, uh, the shape he's in. But also, he's just always going to be open over the middle. And I think that you'll never be able uh, to truly um, take your resources away from stopping Xavier Worthy and Isaiah Nair on the outside or Troy O'Meary or uh, Ajay Hall, whoever kind of mans those outside receiver positions. And so Jordan Whittington is consistently going to see one-on-one looks on the inside. and I think he's going to consistently, him and Sark, uh, take advantage of those. And whoever's that quarterback, uh, he's going to kind of be that security blanket, those tight ends, and then Jordan Whittington um, over the middle, and then those tight ends in the flat and in the short to intermediate parts of the field. So Really good stuff from the offense. Um, You know, of course, it's the orange and white game. It's hard uh, to take too much from it. And we know that Sark was vanilla in his play calling. But I thought the offenses um, under both quarterbacks, Quinn Ewers and Hudson Card, were efficient for the most part. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So as far as the defense, I thought the defense played well. Um, They looked aggressive. They were hitting hard, Um, definitely were aggressive in their pursuit to the ball. I I think the issue with the defense was the big plays, right? They were able to stop most of the plays. And I thought they did a good job of of wrapping up ball carriers. You know, you had that tough play for Marcus Washington where he bounced off uh, a tackler. You know, maybe Keaton Crawford could have came in and wrapped him up instead of trying to knock him out. Um, But outside of the the, – Regular plays, you know, it was the big play to Roshan Johnson where they weren't able to wrap up, kind of had some mental lapses and just let him run all the way to the end zone. Or you just get beaten coverage, you know, on a play action pass. Maybe you get caught looking in the backfield and then Isaiah Nair beats you on the post route. Um, another, you know, thing they've been working on a lot, uh, or they ran a lot in spring practices with that post uh, off the play action pass. And, you know, there's just no defense for a perfect throw. And, and Isaiah Nair was definitely open uh, enough for Quinn Ewers to make a perfect throw. So, um outside of the big plays um and then like I said you know you had to play to Xavier Worthy where Quinn Ewers throws the touchdown and Deshaun Jameson just kind of gives up the the inside and and there's no safety help over the top and so then at that point once he beats him inside uh, you know, all it takes is a, a throw on the money and you're not going to be able to catch up to Xavier Worthy. So outside of those plays, I thought the defense played really well. Once again, they were aggressive. Um, I thought the theme that we saw in spring practices of, of the defense being able to short, uh, stop up the run game up front, um, that showed up. I, I, I thought that on most plays they were really aggressive in getting to the ball carriers and limiting um, their ability to make big plays outside of the big play uh, to Roshan Johnson. The pass rush, um, I thought they got to Hudson Card. Uh, it looked like about four or five times, and they got to Quinn Ewers, you know, maybe two or three times. I thought some of those Hudson Carr kind of just froze, maybe, um, and could have made a better effort to to get the ball out of his hands or, or make a play. Um, but also, some of those times they were just getting past the offensive line and, and, and making some good plays. So I thought that you know there were there were times, um, you know, you could tell that it's definitely still uh, a work in progress, but you could see that players like Ovio Gofu, Justice Finkley, Baron Surreal. Um, have gotten really better, and hopefully O'Shawn Mathis makes Texas' his decision um, and comes over and shores up that pass rush as well. But definitely can see it's a work in progress, but there are definitely times uh, where they sped up this Texas offense and put some pressure on them. Uh, I thought the linebackers uh, looked really good in, in covering the tight ends. We know those tight ends can be a mismatch problem for anybody, uh, but I don't think they really let uh, the tight ends or the running backs have too big of, of a play in the uh, passing game. And, and then as far as the receivers and the corners, um, I thought they did a good job. Anthony Cook at safety. He had the interception of Quinn Ewers. Um, and then it was just a few plays, you know. Uh, I think these receivers are going to get open against anybody in the country. And so you can't fault uh, Deshaun Jameson and Ryan Watts or whoever for, you know, letting these receivers get open. Uh, but you had the touchdowns to Isaiah Nair and Xavier Worthy. Outside of that, I felt like the defense played really well. So all in all, um, I felt like the quarterbacks played well. Um, I, I thought that Quinn Ewers jumped off the screen a little bit more. But Hudson Carr definitely had a, a, a great orange and or white game. And I'm sure both quarterbacks gave Sark confidence um, that this team is going to be better in that department than they were last year. I uh, thought the running backs looked really good. You would have liked to see Bijan Robinson out there, but we understand the long game with him. Uh, Roshan Johnson was the best player on the field. The receivers looked really good. Um, as advertised, Jordan Whittington, Isaiah Nair, and Xavier Worthy all made splash plays. Uh, Jaleel Billingsley and JT Sanders looked really reliable. Gunnar Helm came in and had a catch at the tight end position. I thought that the offensive line struggled at times, um, especially in the run game, but uh, they were able to hold up in pass protection. I think that's what most people are concerned about. Uh, the defensive line looked hungry in the run game, and they were able to continue to stuff the run, as we've seen throughout the spring. The pass rush uh, flashed at times, um, still a work in progress, but definitely flashed at times. And I thought the linebackers, uh, were great in coverage and against the run and the corners, although they gave up some splash plays, I thought they were steady throughout the orange and white game. And same with the safeties, uh, Anthony cook having the interception, Keaton Crawford, um, and, uh, BJ Allen. And I can't remember the other safety, the hard hitting safety, but they made some plays as well. So, um, good to see this Texas team in action. Um, And, you know, it's a tease until September, but great to see um, that this team has improved. They're wrapping up a great spring and hopefully, um, you know, it springboards us into uh, a season where we can compete for the Big 12 championship game. Once again, I feel like this team looks different. Um, They looked different in the orange and white game. Um, They have a lot to clean up and we'll talk about that on the podcast as we move closer into the summer and into the season. But all in all, I think that this team showed us what we've already known is that they have the potential to be great this year thank you for tuning in to another episode of locked on longhorns recapping the orange and white game enjoy your weekend and as always peace